Peace. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the world. Yeah, welcome to the Three to Odd Way podcast. Here with my brothers, we got Shiggity Sherm, Sherm the Barber, up in this piece. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And my man Jay Cash. I laugh every time you struggle with that. Uh, Well, you know, it's it's new, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we out here. It's only episode two. I got to make sure I'm concentrating when I say it, you know, because, I mean, you know, it's a new thing. I'm substantial, by the way. You know what I mean? Happy to be here. How y'all doing, man? I'm good, man. All things considered, I'm good. It's crazy world. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so, you know, I mean, we can just jump right in if you want, you know. I mean, or, or, it's a lot, so I'm, I'm getting sipping on uh, before the kind of prep. <laughs> good old crown. It's one of them weekends. Ah, okay. Good old vanilla crown. Got you. How about you? you sipping on? Yes. Yes, I did. I have something amazing right now. Origins of Darkness. Origin of Darkness. Society. <laughs> Uh, collective arts collab. It is a Canadian whiskey barrel aged imperial stout with marshmallows, cocoa, and cinnamon. It is fantastic. Yeah, it sounds. Uh, what, uh, what did you uh, say before, uh, Cash? You said it tastes like it sounds like it tastes like what? S'mores. Yeah. yeah. It, it does sound it does sound amazing, sure. You know, yeah. the dark. definitely <laughs> the darkness. Definitely a wintry, uh, wintry kind of stout. The the name of it sounds like a prequel to uh, you know the the episode of Chappelle show. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> the prequel, the origin of darkness. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, fellas. So man, it has. It's been a week. Oh, by the way, I am sipping on Agua. This is a 2021. You oh, know, right. I'm just gonna ask what year. Yes, it's 2021. <laughs> it's quite delicious, very refreshing. You know, thank you. Chilled Cheers. or unchilled? Mm-hmm. Say again. Chilled or unchilled? Uh, slightly chilled. You know, in <laughs> in my thermos. So that this is this was poured earlier today, but it's still chilled. It still feels like it's fresh out of the Frigid air. Spectacular. Mm, mm, refreshing. So, speaking of things not so refreshing, <laughs> this world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, so this it's... we call America. Yeah, man. So, speaking of America, uh, yeah, we, um, we saw some things this week, folks. And uh, we saw... Uh, a pro-Trump rally turned into an insurrection of sorts, uh, where they were out of sorts and insurrection. No sorts in it, man. No sorts. There you go. You are right. Yes, you are right. We see. We saw it turn into an insurrection where they invaded the United States Capitol right here in Washington D.C., not too far from where us three live. So, gentlemen, who wants to talk about it first? (laughs) Who wants to jump in, man? They showed they lily white racist asses. <laughs> this is America in full exposure. It's been happening the whole four years that this jackass has been in office. But this right here was the this was the collaboration of all the bullshit that he has put this world through come to fruition. And yeah, these like these people just can't handle. 
the change, this it was disgusting. This is the ugliest, definitely the ugliest thing I've ever seen uh, in, in, in my 42 years of living. Mm. Um, I, I have so much to say about it. I'm gonna try to keep it short, but um, <clears throat> this isn't something that we didn't, at least I didn't, a lot of circles that I talked to didn't see coming. Um, this is a bad child that you never discipline, who always got away with things, who you assume that let they learn their lesson the first time, and the slaps on the wrist that you give them weren't enough for them to turn full scale and change their ways. So as much as people are not going to want to hear this, we kind of brought it on ourselves. Um, we brought it on ourselves by not taking it seriously. Um, and not, you know, they, they say if, if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. So yes. this was a, this was repeating of, of things that we already nobody that has a slogan that says make America great again, undefined. Um, should have it should have put everybody on the lawn. Like, what are you talking about? What age are you talking about to make great again? Because great for, you know, majority ain't great for minority, you know, and I think that. Mm we don't give credit enough credit to the people that know numbers. Um, and what I mean by that is they do know that um, this country is changing. So the majority is becoming the minority. And the one thing that they fear is everything they set in place um, that gives them an advantage. Um, you know, the white privilege that they, they, you know, plausibly deny or the things that they say that, you know, isn't real, you know what I mean? And, and try to act as if, everybody has an equal and fair opportunity when most minorities know that it's not, it's not that case. What, what they're afraid of is everybody being equal. You know, the very slogan that they, that they love to, to tout is that, you know, the home of the free land of the brave and every man created equal. That's a farce, you know? And, mm -hmm. and what we're seeing is the threat and the, the, the reaction or the fear from being threatened to be, of being equal. Mm -hmm. come to fruition. That's basically what this is. They're stealing this from us. Stealing what from you? Are we still in land? Are we still in, you know, jobs? Because, you know, the unemployment rate is sky high right now. Are we still in, you know, your, your property? Are we still, what are we actually stealing from you? What's mm -hmm. happening is they're afraid of the ideologies that they've grown and learned to love being, mm -hmm. being threatened. And the only thing that that most minorities want is that you to keep your word. If you tell us that we can excel here, we want that opportunity to do that. If you tell us that this is the land of the free and the home of the brave, we want an opportunity to to see that. You know what I mean? But don't tell us that you know we can accomplish all these things while at the same time holding our shirts as we excel through this race called life. And that's basically what's what's happening. And that's we're living in a in a stage of, uh, and I give credit to Roland Martin for this. Is we're living in a stage of white fear. You know, and that's that's what we that's what you saw happening um, this past uh, Wednesday is white fear coming to, to pass. That's it. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's crazy to say the least. Right. Um, but, you know, I definitely feel like just watching all of this stuff, as I told friends earlier today, as we were speaking, this is. This is stuff that if you've been paying attention, no one should be surprised about. Right. Not. You know, and I mean, definitely since since Obama was uh, elected, 
um, guns, uh, like purchase of guns have gone up. Also, um, on top of that, you know, people uh, becoming um, joining and signing up for these militias. You know, more groups have popped up over the years than almost any other time in this country. And um, and it's uh, so has uh, like people signing up for it as well. So, yeah, it's and it's one of those things that like, you know, like you were saying about folks not being disciplined or checked. They know for a fact that like, you know, when they've shown up to different rallies or uh, or when they occupied a, a state park um, out on the West Coast, right. a long list of other things that um, that has happened. They've virtually gone unchecked for most of what they've done. Yeah. Uh, and so it's no surprise that they thought it was a good idea to just run up in the U.S. Capitol. Yep. And people got everything, like everything from pipe bombs was found on people to all of, you know, all cocktails. Yo, right. they brought nooses. Bro. They brought Noose? nooses. Yeah, Young nooses and walked right. around with Confederate flags. Like how the the fact that the thing that pisses me off the most is that a lot of those people are gonna get off scot free. Yeah, that's what pisses me off the most. Like mm-hmm. we. You keep telling us that these type of things don't happen. Then we see it with our very own eyes. And then you say, well, you know, it's an excuse for why they should go free. That's the right. part that pisses me off the most. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And 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 that's what I fear. Because you think about it like this. It's the U.S. Capitol, though. It's, it's probably no two buildings more protected than the White House and the Capitol. That's what most <laughs> of our, you know, the president stays. And that's where most of our politicians go. So how did all that happen? You know what I mean? How did all of that lack of all of a sudden happen on that day? You know, mm-hmm. The fact that you even have the audacity to do it is one thing, but what are you teaching the rest of the world? Is that easy? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're teaching well, the rest of the easy. world. Is is that easy when you when you look that way? Because apparently, you know, they already showed the contrast between how they dealt with the Black Lives Matter protests as opposed mm-hmm. to how they dealt with the uh, with the Proud Boys protest, and it was right. astonishingly, astonishingly different. Way different, way mm-hmm. different. And that's and that the part to me is what it's like, you know, you know. I, and and the first thing that really came to mind, honestly, when this happened, was when Malcolm X said, "The chickens come on the roost." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not going to be black people that bring this empire down. No, it's not going to be that. It's going to be. You know, stuff that's happened within itself with the majority that's that is right now. They're going to be the right. ones to do it. You know, yeah. most great empires when they fall, um, it starts from within. within. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, just definitely know. telling Jalen that today. Mm-hmm. I said every empire that falls, it, it usually starts within, and that's basically what we're saying. So you know, it's it's a sad day. Um, I feel for the the officers that were killed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, rest in peace to Officer Sidnick, um, who I, I knew of since um well yesterday, but I you know I'm just hearing about a second officer who killed himself. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of people with blood on their hands, man. A lot of yeah. people with blood on their hands, you know. Um and I think everybody that was involved should be charged, including the president. Absolutely. You gotta be, you gotta be charged with that. And like I said, if you don't if you don't check this, what happens to the next radical that comes up? Mm-hmm. What happens to the next person that feels like, you know what, all I got to do is appeal to the yahoos of this country and then we're going to go out and we're going to fuck shit up. Right. Yeah. If, you, if you don't check it now, and, and I mean hard, the politicians behind it, Ted Cruz, he needs to be checked. Uh, 
Hawley um, from Missouri, the Republican rep, um, Republican representative from Missouri. He needs to be checked. Um, Eric Trump, Giuliani, all these people mm -hmm. need to yeah. be and they need to, they need to get the harshest treatment so that they know we will never have another civil war. Right. Right. And, and it's, you know, the, the country has done far worse to people who have said far less, you know what yeah. I mean? And so, you know, I mean, we can bring up a million examples, but if you think of like project move and, um, in Philly, you know what I mean? Where, mm -hmm. where like they bomb, they literally dropped a bomb on a home that was a part of row homes in mm -hmm. a, in a city, you know what I mean? Like, and you know, mainly because they didn't like the rhetoric that was coming from that particular group. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. when you think at the things that this country has done, like to people who ultimately just, you know, said things that like, uh, that folks didn't like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just talking about the ones who said things that like people in power did not like in the way um, the country responded. And just, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. But anyway, I mean, we could be on this forever. I, um, and this obviously is a topic that deserves far more time, but we, we got to keep it moving. But yeah. I will ask each of y'all uh, this before we switch. Um, do you think uh, they should move forward with um, impeachment? Uh, my stance on it is yes. Um, as quick as they were able to get that judge in place, they can yeah, right. <laughs> get money out of there. You know what I mean? And like, number one, there was initial concern. And even I thought about it, right? Like, you know, by doing that, they're going to agitate, uh, you know, like some of the, the more extreme people or whatever who follow him, who cares? Yo, at the end of the day, the people in power have like, they literally have an army at their disposal. Sure, you know what they're going to do now. Absolutely. So if you don't, but if you don't prepare for whatever comes next, like while you're doing what you should do, right? I mean, you know, it's going to fall on whoever didn't basically take the actions that they knew were necessary. But I absolutely feel like he should be impeached. He shouldn't be allowed to run for pu public office ever. He should not receive any of the benefits that um, that yeah. presidents are allowed post um, yeah. post term either. None of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he got caught up in a hole and died with his bitch ass, and and you know, along with whatever whack ass platform he hop on now, uh, with the rest rest of his racist ass uh, followers and yeah. all of that shit. I definitely, I definitely think they should go through with it because the second impeachment means that he can't run again in twenty twenty four. For that reason alone, impeach mm -hmm. his ass, so we don't ever yeah. have to have him running again, man. That's that's what you need to do. If you don't, what you're running the risk of doing is allowing him to stay in the shadows and to keep building up his so-called yep. yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. 2024, they really come back and they fuck some shit up. Right. Yeah, yeah. We are all in agreement, gentlemen. Yep. Uh, let let the church say amen. 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 <laughs> We're going to toast this holy juice. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> man. Okay. <laughs> it's holy juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's crown, yo. Yeah, so man, we're gonna get ready to uh transition. Let's uh get into uh sports goods. So cash, what you got for us today? Dun 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 dun. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> 
There you go, Turn. I was waiting for you, sir. There you go, Turn. I'm faking, cuz. There you go. All right, so um, quite a few things. We're going to run through them all. NCAA championship is on Tuesday. That's Tuesday of mm-hmm. the coming week. We have the Alabama Crimson, anything Crimson Tide, Road Tide, yeah, versus the Ohio State Buckeyes in a game which features uh, Devontae Smith, who was the current, I'm sorry, not was, who is the current Heisman Trophy winner. He's a wide receiver mm-hmm. um, from Miami um, versus Justin Fields, a runner up for the Heisman. Um, last year, um, Justin's playing his last collegiate game. Um, he'll be entering the draft along with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence will be the number one draft pick going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's uh, rumored that Justin will be going back to Atlanta, and I say back to Atlanta because he's from Georgia. Um, he actually played in um, University of Georgia at first, he was actually uh, recruited there and he actually went to University of Georgia, but he left Georgia after. Um, some racial tension between him and the baseball team of Georgia, which was an interesting story. Um, he went from Georgia, went to Ohio State, where he has now played um, two seasons, is doing very well, and we playing on Tuesday. So good luck to the young man, um, Justin Fields. The NBA, transitioning to the NBA, you shaking your head, Sharon. What's going on? Man, the- it's bananas. It's 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 crazy what's going on with the NBA is, is why I'm shaking my head. The NBA is in trouble right now. Um, and the reason why is because they have a COVID outbreak. Um, it actually started with um Washington Wizards, to be real with you. Um they played um I think the Utah Jazz, I believe last week, and then some players started, you know, testing positive for COVID. Then they played the Celtics on the eighth of January. Um, Celsius were due to play Miami, but they can't suit nine players. Well, nine players uh, the Celtics have to sit out. Why did they pop the bubble, man? That was stupid. You know, because they want to do a full season. And I don't know if you remember, but last season the bubble didn't start till until late. Um, and at that point, they were thinking about canceling the season, so they cut the season short and just took the first you know, a few teams from the top uh, from the East and the first two teams from the West. And then they made them go live in a bubble, which was successful in the case that it didn't have a bunch of COVID outbreaks. Right, right. But it's kind of torture for the players because they are isolated from family, friends, things like that. But it's the price of playing basketball these days in a uh, pandemic. They're going to have to mess around and cut the season short, looking (laughs) looking like how it's going now. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, including like Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown and and seven other players from the Celtics, they weren't wow. even able to, to suit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So originally they were going to have to play Miami tonight, an East, Eastern Conference rival. Um, but that game got postponed. So it's not looking too good right now. And you know how things are. Once it starts spreading with one team, it eventually starts getting to a whole bunch of other yep. teams. So, yep. We're in trouble when it comes to the NBA. I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, more to come on that. Maybe next week it'll be another topic. Um, transitioning from that, we're going to talk about the NFL. Congratulations to Lamar Jackson, um, who uh, won his first playoff game um, today against the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee, uh, which is a big deal because for a while, a lot of uh, a lot of sports commentators were against 
him thinking that he wasn't able to get it done. Um, he's a running quarterback um, that doesn't stay in the pocket much. But if anybody watched that game today, him leaving the pocket was exactly what was needed to actually hurt that um, Tennessee defense. Um, as he scrambled for one touchdown, which was, I think, from 52 yards out, for, between 48 and 52 yards out, he just took off like a video game, Lamar Jackson, um, and that was the difference of the game. So <laughs> congratulations to that, brother. Um, more local news, Washington football team, they played a home game against the Bucs, um, which the game really didn't get out of hand like people thought it would. There was an eight-point loss for Washington against Tom Brady and the Bucs. Um, but the biggest story was their backup to their backup, Taylor Henneke. The backup to the backup to the backup. Backup to the backup to the backup. <laughs> yeah. Like he got his first playoff start. Um, and he played he played um uh, very well to be honest with, with you for a guy who was getting his first start. The one thing that's come up that's been recently um uh, interesting is that the internet never lies. No, no, the internet is forever, is what is what they say. Right. I was about to say, never? Yeah, it lies. <laughs> internet lies. But the internet is forever. Right. They dug up a lot of his recent tweets, and it ain't looking too good for him as far as like uh his future with the team. And the reason why is because he's a pro-Trump support in conservative who had a lot of very interesting things to say um that are uh, yeah for a team that's trying to get away from all negative pr right now right ain't gonna help us cause um and though we play well i don't think this is my personal opinion i don't think it's enough to hang on to a backup to a backup to a backup if he likes trump he's a trash bag get him out of here It's just a wrong time where a lot of people are starting to abandon ship when it comes to um, 45. Political views. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be careful what you say um, online or who you choose <laughs> to support because it says a lot about you. And, you know, the irony is a lot of people are starting to jump ship now, um, but they had no problem for the past four years, um, which brings me to my my last point which is the PGA. Um, so PGA is now officially um, uh, Pro Golf Association will be canceling all tournaments and instituting a lifetime ban of uh, a lifetime ban uh, of events for, on Trump courses, including stripping Trump of hosting the 2022 PGA Championship. That is big. That is big. <laughs> that is big. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 21 gun salute on that one. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's man. Big on a number of levels. Um, the fact that Trump is, you know, his major thing is golf. Um, his favorite mm-hmm. sport is golf. Um, and the fact that the PGA is has been so for a long time, it's been exclusive. It was exclusive country club. We all know that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, it was strictly for whites, it, mm-hmm. you know. Tiger Woods was a big deal because um, it was a black man excelling, well, cobbling eight, whatever he wants to call him. So, um, <laughs> mama, I'm going to call him Tiger, right? Right, right. So, yeah. call him black, I'm going to call him. Let's be real, they've had negative PR for a long time, you know, um, especially when it comes to 
um, African-Americans and how we view um, not only the sport, but the, the organization as a whole. So for them to it's tamper up. The masters as well. I mean, then there's that. The masters, right. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, like, yeah. Like it's played on Owners over here in football, and we got masters over here in golf. No wonder blacks prefer the NBA. I mean. Right. <laughs> right. So I mean, to, yeah. to, to add that to it, and, and shout out to them. I want to give them some credit because – that's that's a bold move, just like what happened with Twitter, just like what happened with Facebook. Even though I got my views on that, and if y'all want to talk about that too, we can. But the fact that they did a full block of him, and the fact that they said, you know what, this is a lifetime ban. This isn't a okay. We're going to ban you temporarily now. Um, that's that's pretty huge. Um, to me, it's setting the the standard that feel what you feel. But you can't have U.S. citizens attacked. You can't yeah. have U.S. Uh, congressmen put in a bad situation the way that the way that you know this Wednesday did it. Somebody could have really gotten hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. And that crowd was actually looking for, you know, Pence and Pelosi. They were looking to do damage to these people. Wait. So for the PGA to step up and say, you know what, enough is enough. Um, that's a big thing. Um, why it mm-hmm. took him so long, you know, that's that's another topic I can't front. Um, at the same time, you know, I'm I'm applauding for what they did. You know what I mean? And while we at it, just real quick, shout out to because I know I got a minute left. Shout out to uh, Colin Kaepernick while we at it because mm-hmm. he said it a long time ago. You know, and and while everybody jumped on his back about him being disrespectful to the flag, you can't mm-hmm. get no disrespect more disrespectful than. You know, actual American citizens turning on, you know, uh, blue lives that matter, as well as trying to attack um, sitting congressmen. So oh. that's where we are with sports. Um, sports always bleeds into life. Life always bleeds into sports. It's no different. Um, you know, and then, you know, more to come next week when, you know, hopefully <laughs> we have less of what will happen this past Wednesday. Right, right. Well, yeah, man. Thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, it is on you. A lot's been, uh, I mean, well, decent amounts been happening in the music world, but we know it was uh, one of the biggest stories of the week. I'm sure you got uh, some stuff for us on that. Good, sir. Yeah, so um, it wasn't really a whole lot going on as far as uh, new music, as far as what was on my radar. But um, what did catch my attention was the aneurysm that Dr. Dre suffered uh, on mm-hmm. January 4th. Uh, he reported the next day that he was doing fine. Um, you know, of course I want to send, uh, you know, my, uh, best wishes to him. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, he's reported to be doing fine. I haven't seen a whole bunch recent on it. Uh, but yeah, he, like I said, he, uh, he sent out a message saying that he was in recovery and, uh, I checked earlier and this was still a report from five days ago that said he was, uh, he was in stable condition. Um, Funny thing, the day he reported that he was uh, that that he was reported to be in the hospital, mm. there was an attempted robbery. No, actually, there was a robbery at his home. I didn't know that. That was yeah. Due, I did see something about that. Yeah, yeah, that was due. They they caught the. It was four. It was four people. They caught him. Um, mm. but yeah, it was the the robbery was actually due to. The posting of the fact that Dr. Dre was in the hospital, I thought that was uh, 
thought that what? was pretty interesting. Whoa, 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 whoa. So he had the aneurysm and somebody tried to rob his house that same day? No, they did. But they, they called. Did? Yeah, yeah. People ain't so, shit. <laughs> what you say? At all. He said, people, people ain't shit. shit. That's what he said. At all? Like you said, Stan, at all, man. Mm-hmm. But um, another interesting uh thing about this story is that it's reported that his wife has been giving him the business in court as far as um alimony payments. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, this was this was prior to the aneurysm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, I'm I'm hoping that he got them papers signed as soon as possible because I just I all right, I'm gonna say this and I don't give a fuck who got anything to say about it back. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I think she could care less if he died right now. Because mm-hmm. if he would have died today, before the divorce happens, she's entitled to everything in his estate. So mm-hmm. she goes from fighting for these crazy amounts and numbers to inheriting it all. Mm-hmm. That's spicy. And I saw, I saw the first. You know, I, I might catch some flack for that, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, the worst thing that can happen during the divorce is for somebody to die or get sick. Mm-hmm. It's the worst thing that can happen, you know. Um, it's unfortunate that it's happening to him, but I remember the the original thing she was asking for. Man, them shits was crazy. Them numbers was crazy. I was like, what the? Fu-? I can't remember off the bat, but it's something like twenty thousand dollars a month for her phone bill. And I'm like, bitch, you better get sprint. I'm sorry, <laughs> you better, you better, <laughs> you better, you better, uh, die, die down. Some she know better, <laughs> you better change your carrier or something. But anyway, um, I just think it's it's unfortunate for Dre because all this is happening during a divorce, um, divorce proceedings, you know. And before this happened, I also heard that she has sent them some type of text trying to get him to come spend some time with her. It's it's crazy, man. It's it's really, really crazy. And I hope that he pulls through. Um and I hope she finds, you know, the DCC within her to kind of scale back on everything that's happening based off of this situation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. We will see. Hey, yeah, but yeah, bet like like yeah, like we said, uh, best wishes to Dr. Dre. Hopefully, uh wish him a speedy recovery. Hopefully he comes out clean and uh unscathed from uh from, from the aneurysm. Um, but uh, next up, I was just cruising around the internet, you know, just looking for some in- interesting shit, and I found some interesting shit. I tell you, these eleven point seven ABVs they hit a little different. They make it, they make it turn a little heavy. Right? <laughs> yeah. So cruising through the internet, I found this interesting story about Travis Scott apparently doing a Fortnite concert, which I thought was pretty dope and interesting mm-hmm. at the same time, like I said. Um, it garnered him, uh, what was it, uh, over 45, it was a five-day event 
that garnered him over 45.8 million participants throughout mm-hmm. that five days. It was uh it was like it was between like 12 to 20 million per per concert. And these were not like they weren't really long concerts. It's not like it was a bunch of new music, like it was just him creating content. Because you know, he you know Travis Scott. Travis Scott is used to uh doing live performances. He can't do any live performances right now, but right. he can make giant ass Travis Scott's on Fortnite for people to follow and drive uh followers to his Spotify and more purchases for his music. So, you know, it definitely meant more money for him. But I thought that was pretty fucking dope. I watched some of they, you know, of course, on YouTube, they uh posted a lot, uh, a few of the videos. And that shit was it was crazy. Yeah. Like, crazy. yeah. <laughs> So you just so you were just seeing it c- recently because for those who um who haven't seen it, it actually took place um uh, oh, yeah. like you know, toward the the middle of the year and stuff. But this was yeah. your first time um hearing. Yeah, it was the first, yeah yeah it was my first time hearing about. It. But yeah, like you said, it was uh it was earlier in the pandemic when it actually happened. I'm sorry, I forgot to uh I forgot to state that. Yeah, no problem. Not, yeah, man, it was uh pretty amazing. I remember, I think it was. I forget what month it was, but my homeboy hit me up um, shortly after it premiered. And he was like, man, I don't know if you heard about this or seen it because I saw it pop up on my timeline. But, um, you know, I'm not a super fan of the brother. I've definitely heard some songs by him uh, or seen some features that I dug, but not a super Travis Scott fan like that. So I didn't rush to click it. But my man, Micah, shout out to uh, Micah Black. Like he hit me up. was like, bro, have you seen this? Have you seen this shit? And then um, and then he hit me with this. So what I want you to do, I don't want you to just watch the performance. I want you to watch people responding to the performance and then go back and just watch the performance. And, bro, yeah, man, it was amazing. It was amazing. The amount of time that they put into creating that. And, uh, you know, it was just awesome, like like how it came out. Yeah. He seems to be doing very well with his endorsements because of the whole um, – what you just said, and then uh, for with Fortnite, as well as the McDonald's Travis Scott meal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he doing it. Oh man, the white people love him. The white yeah. people love him. <laughs> <laughs> they love him. He, um, He's black. He out here to man. Who is he dating right now? And he dating one of the is he dating one of the Kardashians? I think he had a baby with one of them, don't he? Yeah, a baby one. Wow! I, I, yeah. I, don't give me the line. I'm probably lying. I I don't know. No, I don't. Wow. Yeah, I don't. Oh, know. No, don't care. Wow. <laughs> right? Right? You know. Yeah, yeah, I think he's dating one of the Kardashians, which I don't know. If, you know, that's a good thing or a bad thing these days. Yeah, I mean, a terrible thing all days. What what, what famous <laughs> black guy isn't? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, you know, the ones that the ones that make it out of the. Uh, what, what was the the, uh, the 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 sunken place? The sunken place. They tend to, they tend to do all right. The ones that yeah. made it out tend to do all right. Amber um, one made it out, and that was the basketball player, James Harden. Yeah, Chris Humphreys. No, mm-hmm. Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys. He's ass though. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. <laughs> he was. He was he was ass before. He oh, was ass after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. But James Harden, he made it out. Um, right. Reggie Bush I, made I it out. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Yeah. Uh, 
his career was oh, coming. No, his career through. did suffer. Well, yeah, yeah, his career took a hit. Um, yeah. oh, oh, God damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I feel serious cautionary tale, bro. Like, you sure you want to do this, cuz? Right. Yeah. Um, the way people say, <laughs> the way people say, remember 9 11. <laughs> right, <laughs> dating relationship, uh, uh, dating advice to black men who are interested in dating the Kardashians is remember Lamar. Right, yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. the same yeah. intensity. Be like this man's life. I mean, yo, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure he had a good amount of issues. You know, prior, it's kind of like the Bobby Whitney joint, like. You know, people always try to blame it on one or the Bobby, but, but we, it is. they all had their issues yeah. coming into the joint. You know what I mean? Whitney was as wild as Bobby was. People didn't I know that because of Clive Davis. Bobby. Bobby. What you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. <laughs> she was. Rest, the, rest the piece. I ain't gonna speak speak negative to dead, but let's keep it a hundred. Negative. Yeah. Yeah. The truth it's is the wild truth. ain't negative. I have no sights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but but um, y'all speaking of. Y'all hear that Kanye is now getting about to get divorced from uh divorce him. She's divorcing him. Oh, um, way you said it made it seem like Kanye was like, yo, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> no, the other way. No. Um my, my opinion on Kanye is that you know, ever since his mom died, bless her soul, he hasn't been the same. But I knew that, you know, you when somebody's going through something like that, you need somebody that's gonna help you get better. And not necessarily um, enhance some of the demons that you carry, and I think that that's what was happening with uh, Kardashian. <laughs> so, so look, right? Hey, first, first, somebody give me a time check, and second, do y'all know the full rumor? Do y'all know the full ru- rumoratic story? I heard about it. I don't want to believe it because that's hey. some whole number. Hey, if it makes the man happy, if it's true, and it makes the man happy, if we can get old Kanye back from him fucking with uh, what's his name, um, Jeffrey, um, Jeffrey something, Jeffrey Star, Jeffrey, hey, yeah, whole time, look, look. I ain't heard nothing. The whole time. So here's the story, Stan. Apparently, Kim Kardashian might be fucking with Van Jones, and Kanye West might be fucking with Jeffrey Star. Wait, 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 you're not going to slide that by Van Jones from CNN, Van Jones? Van Jones, Van Jones. What? Yeah. Hey, I'm just, I'm just giving you quotes from the rumor mill, dog. And this is, hey, check it out. Check it out. It's out there. But wait, though. So whole time when I heard all them visits that she made to the White House, she she, she going to the political field. (laughs) (laughs) She all over the place, man. She, uh, she entertainment. She go- <laughs> when, when I first heard the story, right, I heard the Van Jones part. I'm like, oh, God, she got another black man about to tear his ass up. We can't believe nothing Van Jones say no more. He fucking with a Kardashian. <laughs> he too much. Is that going to work? I don't, well, Kanye cried a lot, too. But look. so crying ass motherfucker. Yeah, look, let, me, let me finish the story. It's it's cleansing, Cash. It's cleansing. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker cried the heartbeat. Man, how do you feel about that? Well, I started it. I didn't. Like, bro. 
My whole face hurt. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, hey, but look. So go ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead. So when go I ahead. when I heard when I heard the Kanye portion of it, right? I'm like Jeffrey Star. I'm like, hmm. I've never heard of a woman named Jeffrey. I wonder. I wonder what culture or what language that they have a female named Jeffrey in. Because that's interesting. I've never heard a woman named Jeffrey. So I go to my phone. I'm like, hmm. I'm about to look up Jeffrey Star and see what she looks like. Because it's just, you know, I'm an 80s baby. So it's Kanye. So I'm like, it's Jeffrey Star. Nah. This is this is something different. This is like a, a, a female who goes by Sam all the time. So I'm like, you know, click, clickity, clickity, click, click, click. Jeffrey Star. Oh, <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey. This is a Jeffrey. <laughs> this is a real Jeffrey. Hey, but real oh. talk, this whole story sounds like a little far-fetched for me. But first of all, I'm not going to say whether it's true or not. Nobody's heard from Kanye since it all came out. It could possibly be that she's trying to ruin his career or ruin his, well, his career is already pretty Anyway, she's trying to ruin his whole image um, because she's just filing for divorce. But if what you're saying about her and Van Jones is is true, and then the whole Jeffrey Star is true, man, this Holly Weird is on a whole nother level, bro. Yeah, a whole nother level. Always is, man. It's always is. But look, I ain't got but a few more minutes left. So let let's let's we gotta we gotta we gotta exit the fuckery room. All right, my bad, my bad. Apologies, <laughs> apologies for the three to all way listeners out there. I kind of took it there. My bad. Hey man, they got the juice though. They got the juice now. They can go check out the fuckery. So <laughs> last but definitely not least is the uh, music portion. Of my segment, I was trying to think of the word that I was trying to think of, but it didn't come to my mind. But yeah, so what I've been listening to this week, um, and it like so recently, I was watching, I, you know, I watch Revolt a lot, and I've been watching Revolt, and this video keeps coming up, and it's this kid, you know, he's talking about, I I roll my dice since day one, since day one, day one, day one. I'm like, and and every time I catch the video, it's at the end of the video, but I'm like, yo, this shit is dope. Like, it's a dope vibe. That, like, it's just a really good look. So I looked the kid up. He's a local artist. Um, I, I haven't found out quite how local he is, but his name is Uno Hype. And this kid is dope. I don't know how old he is. I know he's younger than, he's younger than me. I'm 42. I know he's younger than me. Um, like I said, he's a he's a newer artist. He um he he doesn't have a whole lot of info out about him uh, right now. Uh, I I learned a lot um about what he's doing right now through uh this uh I guess a podcast called On the Radar. Um, I don't know how it's supposed to work with telling everybody where I got my sources from or whatever. But yeah, it's called On the Radar. Boom, there you go. But yeah, so his name is Uno Hype. Like I said, he's from Maryland. Um. He is a very introspective artist. 
all like, like I said, all his write-ups that, that I found on Spotify and everywhere else, they 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 all quote kind of say the same thing. Um he he was he he started I, I don't know how far back his music spans, but I know he took a hiatus before he re-emerged uh in late uh, well, his biggest reemergence was before the pandemic, but before that, he was working on a uh, punk rap group called Gump. Give us more power, which uh, which I found very interesting about uh, about this artist. Uh, the group the group apparently didn't work, um, so that's when he reemerged. And I think he reemerged in yeah, his reemergence was uh, kind of like right before the pandemic. Um, he's a very introspective artist, very soulful. Um, like he, he, like a very, he has a very, very gritty. Like he's got a gritty kind of voice, but it's it's still like it's still kind of smooth at the same time. Like he, like the kid, the, the kid is really dope. Um, he has an album slated to drop later this month, actually called Soul Glow. Uh, it's a thirteen. It's supposed to be a thirteen track project, which is. Um, which from his mouth, he's is supposed to have like each each track so far that I that I've uh, heard has visuals, and this is supposed to turn into a short film once the project is released later this month. <clears throat> oh. Which I am extremely anticipating. Like like I said, uh, once I found out about this dude, I could not stop listening to him. Like I've been listening to him damn near every day. Uh, since I heard about him, uh, he's got a lot of uh, uh, he's got a, a few different producers on the album, such as himself, Childish Major, Hollywood JB, uh, which was kind of a surprise to me because he's actually a Spillage Village artist. If uh, we got any Spillage mm -hmm. Village fans watching, um, mm -hmm. so but uh, yeah, so the tracks uh, after after I, after I watched Day One's video, the Day One video about 17 18 times. I went through Color Me. This one right here, if like, if you want to listen, if you want to hear something that's gonna really make you like hold fast, Day One. Well, like every time I would hear Day One, like it, it was definitely one of those tracks that would make me pause and like look at the screen, like what the absolute shit is that? But <laughs> Color Me though, oh my god, like especially. Uh, pertaining to what's going on right now, it's actually a. It, it, the song is actually two years old, but the subject matter pertaining to the current state of uh, this country right now is so is so relevant, and um, it's basically a. Uh, it's an exploration of how. The, uh, how black man, how the black man is colored by the media. And, you know, it's it's nothing like nothing that I heard from him is anything that's like groundbreaking or anything like that. But he's got I, I like his perspective and I like his approach to some, you know, some subject matter that we are already that that's already kind of commonplace. And right. with me, how I am now and how things are going, like shit like this is therapeutic to me because like it's just good to hear like to hear a good beat over what over how you feel inside like it kind of it kind of helps you deal with what the fuck is going on like like color me like i'm telling you that shit is so like it, it's it's such a passionate track so That's we got color me 
Mm-hmm. Oh, what you say, Sam? No, that was uh, cash. I said that's good to hear because that, to me, I think the balance of content is definitely um, appreciated right now. Oh, he's I mean? got he's got hella balance. Like he's got um he's got so he's got pot of gold. These are the the, the, the standout tracks to me. Pot of gold Tuesday um and and un, uh, untitled and like he definitely he's he it, it it's kind of like he's got two different he he kind of exists in two different artists like he's got this this real vibey kind of side and then he's got this real gritty hard kind of um I, I i want i don't even know who who to compare him to like he's you, you you're going to get a lot of feels from him like from a lot of different artists like when i was listening to him i got a i got a lot of oswin benjamin feel from him but I'm not saying that he is derivative of Oswin Benjamin at all, but it's just, you know, a lot of a lot of these um a lot of the artists that I listen to, they kind of, you know, they 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 tend to fall under the same vein. So you're gonna tend to hear some similar subject matter, some similar flow patterns, some similar usages of uh, you know, different sound effects or whatever like that. But yeah, the dude, the dude is nice, man. I love him. Um, I really, uh, I'm really looking forward to to Soul Glow coming later this month. Like I said, but when you get a chance, definitely go check out Color Me and Day One and everything else after that. He's on Spotify. He's on all. Uh, he's on most platforms that I saw. He's on. He's definitely on Instagram. Um, he's definitely on uh, on Facebook. But yeah, check him out. But yeah, that's me and that's it. That's what's up, man. Yeah, definitely got to check that dude. Um, yeah, it's it's always dope hearing people who can talk about things that you're kind of all already aware of, but can kind of bring a new feel to it and make you interested. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though you've heard those things before. You know. All right. So let's see. So, gentlemen, uh, it's been a it's been no shortage of quality, uh, you know, things to watch over the last year or like, you know, a few months, and especially um, what's about to happen this year. But the main thing I've been watching lately. Um, so this one show that um, it popped up when I when I uh, turned on HBO Max, um, I saw it show up uh, in my recommendations. And I was like, man, let me go ahead and just, you know, see what it's about. So this show is called Warriors. Um, the original name of it actually is the uh, the Itchy Onion, right? Um, like a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, right. I know so many questions, but if you watch it, you'll understand. Basically, the reason why, like a lot of times um, certain movies or shows that we watch that are originally from different regions in the world, when they translate the slang for a particular thing or translate the word or whatever, the um, the definition of it isn't like how it's read isn't necessarily appealing in that particular market. So they change the name to fit that market. Right. And so um, but like slang, whenever they meet somebody who's kind of like kind of scrappy, seem like they got a little bit of an attitude, a chip on their shoulders and stuff like that. They oftentimes I don't know what the. The word in Cantonese is, but they basically call them like an itchy onion, right? It's like a way of kind of describing a person who fits that that mindset. And so, um, but the name was changed to Warrior. And so Warrior takes place in the, basically the late 1800s, around like the 1870s. Um, and it's in uh, San Francisco. Like most of the, the show takes place 
in that particular area. Um, and it focuses on basically um, relations between race relations between whites and um, the Chinese in San Francisco. Um, you also see the the interaction between um, the Irish and how the Irish are constantly uh, fighting with the Chinese for jobs. And so a lot of the subject matter, the different things that they are talking about is very much um, you can very much relate a lot of these issues to what's happening now. You hear people all the time talk about how foreigners are taking up job opportunities and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, but a lot of times there we tend to point fingers at the group who we feel like are taking the jobs from us as a point as opposed to looking up top. And that's what this show does. It really kind of shows you that it's really not the Chinese who are creating the problem for the other group of people. It's the fact that the, you know, the, the politicians are basically like, mm, I can get these. They just getting off the boat. I'm going to yeah. give them this work and it's paying less, but they'll take virtually anything yeah. because they just, you know, they just yeah. got here and yeah. they don't, um, they don't know. They, they, you know, so it deals a lot with that. Um, which is dope. And then it also, um, you know, you, there's a lot of powerful women in the show. A lot of women who are basically, you know, um, dealing with, they are sometimes smarter, uh, or more in control than some of their male counterparts. Right. But like the, the smarter men in the room understand that that's the real threat, not necessarily this dude who's kind of the, the figurehead, so to speak. Um, so that's really dope. Man, it's it's so many it's it's a drama, but it's also like a really, really dope martial arts show as well. Like the fights, the fights. Yeah, got a hatchet in his hand. Yeah. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Like, man, like a hatchet in a three piece. <laughs> hey, bro. It's Thanksgiving every episode because they carving up turkeys all through this joint. <laughs> all through the joint. Turkeys who, uh, getting who, uh, who produces the show, man? Uh, yeah, so it's produced by Justin Lin, and it's also produced by Shannon Lee. Shannon Lee is Bruce Lee's daughter. Uh, Justin Lin actually, uh, you know, worked on The Fast and the Furious. Um, and it stars a, um, a bunch of different folks. Um, Andrew Koji, that's the guy you're seeing in the middle. He's the main actor. Um, and he, when the show starts, he's like fresh off the joint. It came out in 2019. Um, and uh, the last season, season two, was 2020. Um, and they're working on season three, which should be coming soon. Um, super excited. It also has um, uh, Joe Toslim in it. That's the dude, one of the, the many amazing actors that was in The Raid. Def, if you've never seen The Raid, oh, my God. <laughs> Treat yourself. I, I, I probably got like a third of the way through it. I don't remember any of it. Oh, man, that joint is brolic. As in, uh, shout out to Nick, he put me on to that joint But yo, solid acting, really great story Great action, I love the plot um, It's interesting how they use language in the show as well Because, like, you know A lot of the characters are speaking in English But what you realize later on Like, they're really speaking to each other in Cantonese Right? But whenever they're talking to each other So that you can follow what's happening They're just really speaking in English But what, there's a character who um, they show him speaking to like when he's speaking to other Chinese, his English is perfect, which basically means that he's really speaking in Cantonese to them because they understand him perfectly. And then when he speaks to someone who's American, he's speaking in like it's like a broken English dog. Like those little things that they do in the show, are really, it's it's different, bro. 
it's different. It's probably one of the best action slash drama shows that's out right now that a lot of people maybe aren't hip to. Shout out to Steph because she was mentioning it uh, last week uh, during the premiere of our last episode. Um, so, yeah, man. So that's that show. Um, my other recommendation um, is something that is a it's a Netflix original um, just came out. It um, <laughs> man, it got my birthday twin. Uh, Nicholas Cage is the uh, kind of like the narrator, so to speak. Um, yeah, and you know that that you know he crazy. Um, <laughs> 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 look at it, man. But if y'all have not seen the history of swear words, I definitely recommend it. Is um, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time talking about it, but it's definitely worth checking out. It is hilarious. Like, hilarious. yo, I love the different. I love the different perspectives, right? Like how they got the different comedians. Open Mike Eagles in there. Um, you know, uh, Nicholas Cage, as I mentioned, is the um, the host. They got D. Ray Davis up in there. Sarah Silverman, um, and lots of other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got they brought him into the episode where they get the history of the word shit. Um, of course, when they talk about fuck, they basically, you know, they don't have Samuel L. Jackson in there, but he gets mentioned a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, I definitely recommend checking that out. It's on Netflix. You can um, stream the whole thing now. What's it called again? One more for the, yeah, it's called the history of swear words. You know what I mean? And um, and so for my flashback, because uh, I know we are running out of time. For my flashback, I'm going to bring up this uh, movie that uh, I saw in my recommendations a while ago. And then um, someone who reviews films who talk about one of the best movies that came out in 2019. So this is a bit of a flashback joint. Um, It came up on their list and then I saw it pop up on someone else's list just talking about all of these um, different movies. But it just kept coming up in different people's lists. And this is movie called Booksmart. Uh, Booksmart (laughs) yo so it's like it's like super bad right in a lot of ways but imagine if it really just kind of focused on two girls who were instead of two boys uh two young men it's two young women who basically were straight a students top of their class their whole school experience and then decide like at the end of the year that like yo we're gonna do we're gonna cram four years of partying everything that we should have done into one night you know what i mean and yeah bro just all all i can tell you is just if you need if you need to pick me up after the week we've had and after the year we've had <laughs> right i highly recommend watching this flick um my wife didn't know much about it and i i recommended that she check it out uh with me and um we were not disappointed yo it's hilarious from start to finish great message Reminds me a lot of Super Bad, like I mentioned, uh, mentioned, but with a more interesting twist. Um, and they got uh, what's it? The main ad, two actresses. That's uh, Caitlin Dever, Beanie Fed still, and then it also has um, Jason Sudeikis uh, and Jessica Williams is actually in it too. Um, she plays one of their teachers. Who she's hilarious, but I ain't gonna get into much more about her role in it. You just gotta see it for yourself. And so lastly, man, just to wrap it, because I know we got to go. I'm the things I'm getting ready to watch uh, this week. um, This Friday is WandaVision. MCU is officially back. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to check that one, too. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What what does WandaVision mean? 
Um, so it's, the name is it's Wanda and the character Vision because of their relationship. So it's just their two names put together, oh, right? Okay. But but then there's another play on it because like a lot of what you've seen isn't actually real. So these are visions that Wanda has kind of formulated and put out there Wanda so she can kind of live in this mindset uh, that she has. But but yeah, man, like I, I ain't going to say too much until I see it and just know that next week we're going to be getting into it. Disney Plus only gives you like an episode a week, so it's going to be a bit different. But yo, we got to oh, go. Oh, we got to go, son. Come on, man. We, we, we over time, B. We got to go, son. You know what I'm saying? You know, but yo, it's so much. It's so much, man. And, you know. It's turnful. Uh, nah. <laughs> it's <laughs> what? It's on UK. Wait a, wait a minute. You bringing in Kanye, Jeffrey, and Kim. And, and, My bad for introducing and, Kanye. Man, you, brought, right, you brought that shit up. I was, hey. <laughs> Whole time too. I'm sorry. I was hoping that nobody was gonna say nothing about that because I'm like, I don't want to talk about that shit. But as soon as somebody says something, I'm happy. I'm gonna add a portion that I have learned. Look, James opened the box. You know what I'm saying? He he just went in there, cracked Pandora box wide open. You know what I'm saying? But (laughs) but yo, I I I will say this about it, and then we really gotta go. I because I ain't really say much. Look, man, you know Kanye has has clearly you know i mean the brother has dealt with a lot emotionally um and it's a completely different beast dealing with your demons and your struggles in the public eye like with you know with no real privacy i mean you got a tv show being filmed in your home you got all of these different things and clearly you're suffering suffering from mental illness on top of all that and and it's it is very little room for people in that situation to really kind of properly heal. So, yo, I will say all this. I don't know if the rumors are true, but whoever he's he ends up with, like man, female, whatever, man, like I really man, woman, I don't care. Like, yo, I just want the brother to heal. See, you know what I mean? Okay. And it, and whatever whatever helps to get him there, whatever you know. I hope it's more about himself and less about the people Absolutely. he trying to spend his time with. But like, he really got to look within and um, and deal with a lot, man. And, and he definitely needs some people around him who's going to help him do that. So, hey, real so, talk, you that's, know. A, that's a show in itself, bro. So we should just go yeah. that right here. Right, right. <laughs> and maybe write yeah. that down because yeah, right. it's, it's a lot to unpack. Yes, it, Man. Absolutely. But hey, man, but thank y'all for tuning in per usual. We will be back next week with uh, more goodness to talk about uh, with uh, with our brothers here. And uh, yeah, man, we appreciate y'all per usual. Always. Definitely make sure, yeah, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening or watching on. And we appreciate it. More updates coming to you soon. Thank y'all for watching slash listening. Peace. Peace. Oh, bus head. <laughs>